We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. back to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Friday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, Rotowire among other places, and you can check me out on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The Rotowire DFS podcast is available to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to review us, uh, please don't get to hear don't forget to share with your friends. Subscribe. Benny, save me because I'm struggling through this intro here. <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're like me. You were probably up very late last night watching all this college basketball action that we have going on. You know, I have luckily for me, I have two TVs and an iPad in my office with me. So I had some NBA games on. I had some of the college games on, you know, sweating out some of these uh, survivors that they have. Um, you know, big survivor tournament they have over on Fandle this week for NCAAs. They got some big prize pool NCAA tournaments, and there's a lot of dead money in them. So if you're somebody that follows college basketball, you know, even though we're talking NBA right now, you can make some some money in college as well right now. Oh, very interesting there. So um, let's talk about people who have graduated from college or have at least moved on from the college game. Most of these guys probably haven't graduated college, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, one four-year player is on the slate. That would be Steph Curry. Here, and he's in action on the road against Dallas. The more interesting game is tomorrow's slate, and we'll talk about that uh, we, as we uh, once we you know uh, press stop on this show. We'll get right into the Saturday edition to get you caught back up one day ahead. And I'll talk about how much exposure you can expect for the San Antonio uh, Golden State game here uh, on, in prime time on Saturday night. But in the meantime, let's talk about point guard position here for Friday and what you want to do. 
Yeah, this is a crazy slate for me because if you look at the totals on all these games, the lowest total we have of the eight games on the day is 210 points. Mm -hmm. The lowest. The lowest total we have is 210. The thing that makes it tough, though, is we have one, two, three, four, five games that have a spread of eight or more points. So of an, on an eight-game slate, yeah, we're expecting a ton of points, but we're also expecting a few of them to get a little bit out of hand. So, I mean, obviously, I love Russell Westbrook. The matchup is amazing against Philly. The question you have to ask yourself is whether or not they can keep it close enough you know, where Westbrook gets a full four quarters. I think he can still put up a monster score even for your cash games and only three quarters of action. But if you're going to use him in a tournament and pay up the 10-6, you really want to make sure he's going to play the entire game. You know, same thing goes with Steph Curry in that game, 226 total. You know, you would say, wow, we got to use Steph. He's on the road. The game should stay a little closer, which is something that, you know, I, it actually has me leaning his way a little more than Westbrook's right now. But again, they're, you know, favored by double-digit spread in that game. You know, you never you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Drew Holiday is in a good spot here again. Goes up against Portland. High-paced um, game right there. He's probably one of my favorite guys that I'm looking at. There's a very good chance Norris Cole is out again here. He's listed as doubtful. So with Cole out, we've seen Holiday play absolute ton of minutes. We've seen him taking more shots, you know, being more involved on the offensive end and, and putting up more fantasy points. So I like him. And I also like Brandon Knight. Uh, Brandon Knight, Phoenix point guard, gets to go up against the L.A. Lakers, who've been a team that we've been picking on all season long. Uh, he's been doing okay lately. I'm not going to say he's been giving you huge upside, but I think his price is pretty square. I think he's, what, 65 over here on FanDuel. Um, he has a chance for 30, 40-point upside against the L.A. Lakers, like basically every other point guard that's played them does. So I like him as well. And then... The last guy who I'm looking at now, depending on how things work out, if Elf Payton is out again, you know, we've been getting about 30 fantasy points out of Brandon Jennings in a relief role. So his price has come up a little bit. He's 4700 here, so it's not as good a bargain as it had been. But I still think he'd be in play for me if Elf Payton's out. He's going up against Cleveland, which is not an easy matchup. But point guard is a spot that we've been able to pick on Cleveland with. So as a cheap option, he's probably the guy I'm looking at the most. Yeah, I, I like that play overall. Two things are going to lead me um, into the Curry situation here over Russell Westbrook. For one, the spread is lower, um, and both teams are on the road, but Dallas is a much more competitive team, and they've given uh, the, the Golden State Warriors fits a little bit. So I, I, even though the spread's 9.5 here, um, I much prefer that to the 16.5. I do think there's a very good chance that Philly gets blown out of that matchup. So, you know, you're going to talk about three-quarters of Westbrook versus potentially four-quarters of Curry. I mean, obviously Golden State can do this the same as well, um, but, you know, you like – the, your their chances defensively in Dallas versus Steph Curry. The other thing too is Steph Curry's three hundred cheaper, and he actually adds over five points more per game to his scoring average on the road this season versus at home. So he's been a road crusher uh, overall, and this is the spot you want to get him into at home. That the, the the entire team plays so well, it's much more likely to get three quarters of action at home versus on the road. So uh, you know, and they could be um, you know there could be some people who are uh, looking ahead to the Spurs matchup on that team, but I don't think Steph Curry is one of those guys. He's even when the team has been down or in the few games they've lost, he's had monster games and when the one guy that's consistent and carries the team. So I will be booking Steph Curry in my lineup uh, there as well. Um, down below that, uh, I think there's a couple uh, good spots that you can take 
advantage of. Dar- Darren Carlson has been very safe for cash at 5,700. He's been playing some um, some big minutes like he has all season long. So um, I feel good about that against Detroit, uh, which doesn't have a necessarily a strong um, you know defensive uh, profile at at the point guard or, or two guard position. And then Patrick Beverly at for 4,900 is a great cash game pairing along with Steph Curry. I'm, I've been doing that all season long. He's been paying off 5x plus the majority of the season uh, as well. I don't really uh, worry too much about the, the hiccup against the LA Clippers where that game got was out of hand at halftime. They were down 20 or 22 at, at the half. Mm. And, um, you know, he, I mean, he'll, although he played 25 minutes, you could tell the entire team was, was, was out of sync. So aside from that, the guy has been a very consistent 25 to 32 ish, uh, fancy point score. And once he gets to that 30 range at under five K, we're talking about six X value, which is a great, um, guy to sort of salary balance with Steph Curry here. Uh, anybody else you want to, um, pump up before I want to say too, uh, by the way, for me, Brandon Jennings, uh, as long as Elf Payton stays out is, is back in the mix. Uh, for me as well. Yep. He's proven to do enough uh, with uh, the starting job. And I, I personally am not buying into the uh, Tim Frazier gets the start deal here. I, I know that he had a nice game uh, uh, against Sacramento, but keep in mind that's Sacramento uh, there as well. And we've had plenty of ugly duds from from Tim Frazier, uh, you know, um, in, in this contest. So, I mean, if, if he is healthy and ends up playing big minutes, then then fine. I, but, you know, if you wanted to take a flyer on him in GPP because he is a starter, I, uh, I, I see that for, you know, for New Orleans. But um, I'm not overly, like, jumping out of my seat. It is min-price, and you you are looking at probably 25-ish minutes uh, from him. But I think I would probably rather go in, in a couple different directions for better overall upside. Yeah, it would be a GPP-only play for me because I just – I don't think there's a lot of safety there, but – at min price, he definitely could have one of those games where he gets you 25, 30 fantasy points and, and is a good value. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. Let's go ahead and move forward to the shooting guard position and talk about what you want to do here on Friday. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pay up for Harden, he's not the superstar that I choose to pay up for today, but I could definitely see the merits of it. Going up against Minnesota, high total game, 226. They're favored by eight. You know, I mean, the, the Minnesota plays fast. Houston plays fast. It's going to be a hot pace. Neither team is great defensively. You know, they, there's definitely a case to be made for Harden. I'm not saying he's a bad play today. But my favorite play on the slate today is actually C.J. McCollum for a uh, shooting guard spot. His price has come down to where it's only 6400 He's in a high total game, too. Going up against New Orleans, 218 total. We know about all the, you know, decimation in that New Orleans backcourt. And here's the thing that, that I think makes him fly under the radar. If you look at some of these recent games where he played a few less minutes and, you know, didn't score as well, the people who are looking at the game logs aren't going to want to, you know, take him. But they got blown out by Golden State where he only played 26 minutes. They blew out Orlando where he didn't need to play big minutes either. And then they got blown out by OKC. So the last three games where he underperformed and he and he didn't score all that much – it was three blowouts, one that they were on the good side of, two that they were on the bad side of, where they didn't need him to do a bunch. In the last game against the Spurs, where they lost by a few points and it was kind of close throughout, he went back to playing 39 minutes. And in those 39 minutes, he put up 40 fantasy points. So this is a guy that we used to pay a thousand, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 more for, and his price is all the way down to 6400 today. So I really like him in this matchup. I think, you know, again, they played the Spurs the last time out. It's a tough matchup. They played Golden State, a tough matchup, OKC. You know, this is probably the softest spot that he's seen going up in a high total game. I think you can easily get 35 to 40 points out of C.J. McCollum today at 6,400. And I think that makes him probably my favorite play on this whole slate. 
All right, interesting for me. Uh, for uh, the way I have this going up is, um, I'm I'm gonna be looking to to go off the board just a little bit and and book Devin Booker to get back in the mix here. Let's have a a, a couple of tough games. Um, one at home against Minnesota and the Utah. We all all know is a great defensive uh, team overall. The price has gotten into like the more expensive territory as of late, the mid six K range for Devin Booker. Uh, but you know against the LA Lakers, it's just too irresistible for me. They don't play good enough defense overall for uh, anybody to be you know concerned about that spot. So I do like Devin Booker and Zach Levine uh, below that is going to be another guy that I think is a really good spot. We know we've been able to attack James Harden on defense for years now. Nothing has really changed, and, and Zach Levine has been a guy who's been fairly consistent in terms of uh, point production. We're talking about a guy who scored 28 points in back-to-back games. You would have liked him to do a little bit more aside from that, but even when just the pure scoring and 30 plus fancy points, we're talking. About almost near six six x value um, at that current price tag. So and it's still hanging out in the in the very affordable range at fifty eight hundred. So I'm I'm in those two plays. Uh, who else do you want to make a case for? Yeah, I really like that call on Levine. He was one of the um, other guys I wanted to talk about. And then after that, I'm hoping that Kobe Bryant is out today. If Kobe Bryant's out, I think that puts two Lakers guys in play at the shooting guard spot. You know, Lou Williams came back after missing five games, and in the last two games, he's put up 25 and 27 fantasy points. So at 5K, he's given you a nice floor of 5X with a little bit of upside. If Kobe's out, you know, we've seen it all year long. When Kobe's out, he gets more shots, he gets more playing time, gets more usage. So I could even see him going, you know, closer to 30 and giving you giving you upside of, of 6X at that, at that point. Um, and at 5,000, I think it's a nice price point. Jordan Clarkson hasn't been playing all that well lately. He's a little bit more expensive. But if you look, he's still getting the shots. He's still getting the opportunity. He just hasn't been putting the ball in the basket. The last three games he shot, let's see, he he shot 17%, 37%, and 31% from the floor. Now, this isn't a guy who shoots like 65%, but he's usually more in the 40 and 50 range in most of these games. So if he's still taking that 16, 17, 18 shots – he starts hitting a few more of those. He gets it up to 18 to 20 points instead. Again, if Kobe's out, he sees a few more minutes as well. At 5,600, if Kobe's out, I like looking at these two um, L.A. Lakers guys. But I wouldn't take either one of them over uh, Zach Levine, who I think's in a real good spot going up against um, you know weak James Harden defense. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's going to pretty much cover it for me for shooting guard. I'm good there. Are you um, good drawing the line at, at around the Levine area uh, for me overall? I think I'm going to I'm sort of going to hang out there. I, you know what is interesting to me and I don't know if I don't want I don't really feel like you know like gambling overall but like Wes Matthews is getting so cheap it's like almost like you want to gamble on him in a GPP. Yeah. You know, I I know that I mean he's been bad the past two games on the road at Cleveland but you know mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors you know that he's going to have to bomb away uh you know uh against them. I can I won't, I won't mind him for near minimum salary flyer. It's just so crazy how, but you really are, are gambling in the spot. I mean, the, the one thing you have in favor of him is the top total on the board. And that's really it because he has been so uneven and terrible. He has popped up in a couple of different games, you know, for around 30, 30 fantasy points, you know, which is gold uh, at, you know, I, but we we're, we're talking about this guy as like a consistent six seven k player on Fanduel last year, and he's nowhere yep. near close to that. So just how and he was and he was paying that off. Like it wasn't yeah. like that was a crazy price. He he was worth it last year, but right. he's just year. not the same guy. Yeah, he's not the same guy in this offense and this year. I don't know. 
Uh, clearly, clearly has not come back 100% healthy from that game. He's been playing a bunch, but he has not been the same player. I don't know if, it, no. if he's just lost a step or if he can't make a shot anymore, but he's whatever it is, he's I don't think he's 100% from because he's been so, such a monster level of consistency on a team that was loaded with scoring all see, all, all, all throughout the last few years there in Portland. So uh, tough to see, but maybe you can make a case for him in a GPP. All right, before we move on to the small forward position, got to let all the pod listeners out there know if you're not subscribing to rotowire.com, you want the inside information that we have that we're bringing to you on this very podcast, you're going to love the website, so check it out on a free 10-day trial. rotowire.com slash pod is how you do so. Get access to all the up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and the lineup optimizers for all the major sports for all the major DFS sites. You want to get prepared for your fancy baseball league? We've got all the inside information for you here right now. 10-day free trial. Take advantage. rotowire.com slash pod. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. All right, small forward is up. Let's talk about what you're putting down here on the Friday slate. Yeah, I'm very nervous about Kevin Durant against Philadelphia. Not because I don't think that he can score against them, but I just don't see the upside coming because if he does play well, then the game's going to get ugly and they're not going to play in the fourth quarter. So I'm not paying up for Durant. I like LeBron a little bit more if I'm going to pay up for somebody. And what I'm hoping here is that, you know, we heard them say the other day that they're going to start sitting some of these guys down the stretch, and LeBron sat out the other night. So I'm hoping tonight is a night where maybe they give Love or Kyrie a night off because if either one of them are off, I think that bumps up the production for the other guys that stay. So I I think LeBron is somebody that I'd be willing to take a chance on here, mostly because I really hate this position. There aren't a lot of guys that I want to play. I do like Wiggins going up against Houston. Uh, Houston's been bad at guarding wings all season long, so I think it's a really good spot for him here. He's been scoring a little more, but that's basically the problem I have with Wiggins this year is he's not doing anything but scoring, which is nice. But for fantasy, I mean, give me a couple rebounds, throw a couple passes, get a couple assists. Like, you know, he actually has been playing good defense, but he hasn't been playing, you know, like he hasn't been getting steals and blocking shots. He's... He's more of like a solid fundamental position defender that keeps guys in front of him. So he's a tough cover. Or he's a tough matchup for guys on offense on the other side. But he's not a guy who who racks up the fantasy stats because of it. So my only beef with Wiggins is the scoring. But again, in a high pace, high total game like this against Houston, I, I still think I'm okay with taking that chance. And then coming down from him, the only other guy that I'm really looking at is somebody cheap at 4,100 in Michael Beasley. Uh, Beasley has played, he hasn't really played a lot of minutes. He played 14, 18, and 27 minutes in three of the last four games. Mm-hmm. But in those three games, he's put up like 25 to 30 fantasy points in each one of them. So he's given you a very high per minute average. The one game that he didn't put up, you know, 25 plus fantasy points, he still had like 16 or 17 real life points and, you know, just didn't do anything else and wound up with like 17 or 18 fantasy points, something like that. So he hasn't killed you with his floor and he's been giving you some upside and his minutes have been steadily rising. So in a high pace, high total game again, you know, he's somebody I'd be willing to take a chance on. I really just don't like the small forward position. There's not a lot that's jumping out at me and saying, you know, oh, this is a guy I have to roster. So when that happens, I'm usually okay with going with one of the cheap punts at this position and then spend it up elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. I mean, uh, well, the the way I have this breaking out is um, I'm concerned about Kim Durant. Okay. Um, 
Orlando on the road, LeBron James, you can make a case for. I think that's fine. I think also, if you remember back um, in the in the last matchup against the Golden State Warriors, Chandler Parsons was a guy who scored almost 34 fantasy points and paid off over 5x. So that was, you know, fairly cash safe. And that was on the road in, in Golden State. So he was a guy who held his own um, in that matchup that they that they played. And now they're back at their house. So I don't mind that personally. I mean, that's the one spot that you can always attack small forward. There would be no Iggy defense. And you've got, um, you know, Harrison Barnes or slash Brandon Rush, which I'm never concerned about. So I think he's deserving of a, of a top level projection uh, there as well. And then Trevor Ariza is a guy for for six k, a thousand cheaper uh, than Chandler Parsons, who's been stepping up the production just a little bit as of late. Uh, to the past four games, he scored just uh, or averaged around right around thirty fantasy points. At, you know, sixteen six and four with a with a with a block. And you know, in the the other uh, game, ten points, eight uh, eight rebounds, four assists, and, and two steals. That's sort of what you wanted him to get back to, um, in terms of you know um, high level production. He was a a fairly consistent, um, you know, mid six uh, k pr- uh, price guy, and now he's going down uh, just a little bit. So you are getting a bit of a discount here at you know six thousand today. He was I think fifty nine hundred the day before, and th- this is the, the second highest total on board at two twenty six. So I would not mind getting some cheap exposure if you uh, to him in the in the mid range if you don't go want to go. Um, uh, down below that but i do love the beasley call beasley will be um in my lineup today at um at at one of my forward spots uh for sure because uh i think that there's just a um a need for him to be um uh a at least a six man uh a scoring type because james harden and dwight howard have been uh struggling overall they've gotten smacked by a number of teams in the past week so they do need a spark and, and michael beasley can be that guy all right, so I'm fine with either one of those tandems at the Houston uh, Rockets. Uh, anybody else that you want to talk about at the three before we move on to the four? Nope, that's pretty much it. All right, let's go ahead and flip it. Uh, smack it up, flip it, rub it down to the power forward position here. And let's talk about uh, some of your boys up top. We got the Splash Cousin. We got Nerlens Noel, uh, uh, Anthony Davis, and um, Kevin Love coming off a pretty nice game here. So uh, what do you want to do here uh, for the Friday slate? Yeah, I mean, I'm not using them in cash, but... I'm, you know, I'm softening on my no Anthony Davis and cash stance with all the injuries they have. We've talked about it before. He's getting more shot attempts. He's scoring a few more fantasy points. He's got double-digit rebounds in like eight or nine games in a row or something crazy like that. So, you know, if, if you decide to go that route, more power to you. It's a high total game, 218, a close spread going up against Portland, who's weak against big guys. You know, there there are no red flags other than the fact that He's Anthony Davis, and I just don't trust him in cash. Um, coming down from – yeah, I mean, it's the truth. I, I'm not going to be using him. I just made a great case for every reason why you should, and I'm still not using him because I just still don't trust him. <laughs> but a couple of guys that I that I am looking to target. Uh, I like Nerland's Noel a lot going up against OKC. I know it's a high total game. I know it's a chance they could get blown out. But let's face it, we still got Covington out. Uh, Jeremy Grant came back, so that is another guy in there. But – there's just not enough big guys on this Philly team for them to, you know, just sit Maryland's Noel for a quarter and a half or so. And he's a young guy, so they're trying to get him some experience anyway. I think this is going to be an up-and-down kind of game, which which benefits him. I think there'll be, you know, a lot of missed shots, which means more chances for rebounds, also benefiting him. And I think he has a good a good mismatch if they try to run the pick-and-roll, which is what him and Ish do pretty well. If he has a guy like Cantor or even Steven Adams trying to guard him out on the perimeter— 
you know, he gets a lot of his points off the pick and roll by making dives to the basket and just being athletic and finishing and also just finishing, you know, in the open floor and on the break and things like that. So in a high paced, high total game like this, I think he'll have a chance to do that. He's been putting up 30 to 40 fantasy points anyway, so I don't I don't mind the price of 6,700. Need about 33 out of them for, uh, you know, to get to get good 5x value. And I'm perfectly fine with him doing that. I also like Tobias Harris. Uh, good matchup going up against Sacramento. You know, a matchup we've been picking on all season long. Harris has been rebounding well. He's been scoring well. And he's basically been a consistent 30 to 35 fantasy points for 10 of his last 13 and 7 of the last 8 games that they played. You know, again, this is a matchup that he's going to he's gonna benefit from because they're going up against Sacramento. So most guys tend to get closer to their ceiling value. And the ceiling value is probably closer to you know, 35 to 40 fantasy points. So at 6K, I think he's a little bit too cheap here. I'll have a lot of him in my rosters. And then if you need some punts, two guys I'm looking at, uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, who's been playing a few more minutes, only 3,700. I think he can get you 20 to 25. And if Vucevic stays out, Jason Smith is down somewhere in that range too. I want to say like $3,500, $3,600. I think he can get you 20 to 25 fantasy points. Again, not anything that I'm super excited about, but if you need to, to save the money to spend up elsewhere, you know, I think those are the two guys who I'd be trying to decide between. All right. I, I like that call overall. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, you know, it's a sort of a weird slate when we've got uh, 16 teams in action and, and Nerland's Noel is actually one of your better spots uh, to, yeah. to take advantage. It's a little bit weird. Um, so I, for FanDuel purposes, I'll be backing on Alex Len for sure. I don't care that he's a little bit hicked up at, hiccuped and sort of, you know, got into the 7K range and not paid off the price tag. Uh, we know that, uh, um, you know, whether it's Julius Randle or who is back in a, you know, part-time lover role with uh, Larry Nance Jr., uh, thanks to the Lakers successfully bouncing those ping pong balls, or if it's Roy Hibbert, Alexson's going to be in a very good spot. So I'll be back invested in him uh, at the, the fan of um, power forward position here. I love the Tobias Harris call against Sacramento. Willie Colley Stein just hasn't figured out how to play consistently good defense, and he hasn't been a, like a monster rebounder like he should for somebody who's been getting starter ish uh, minutes. So I'll I'll be interested in getting that exposure. And then Gorgie Jang to me has been an absolute. A uh, guy that I'm back in on. I was out for a while, and I was like, okay, this guy says jump the shark. Uh, and then you just take a look at what he's done. 30, 30 minutes plus in the past three games, 42, 32, and 37 fancy points, good for a range of 5.2x to 7.8x. Uh, and the matchup, uh, I think, is definitely a, uh, something that I'll be interesting to in uh, as a plus one against the Houston Rockets, who we know, like we said, have been getting smacked around consistently on the road. So Gorgi Jang, Alex Len, uh, those, and Tobias Harris are the three that I, I am interested in getting some exposure to here uh, on the Friday slate. All right, before we move on to the center position here, let's go ahead and talk about what you want to do if you're a business owner because more than likely you need a website. And uh, uh, if you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix. Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy to worry about the budgets, the scheduling appointments, or our website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right. Stunner's the center position for the Friday slate. What do you got for me? 
Yeah, I mean, if you can afford to pay up for Cousins, I think I'm going to be doing it. I don't see how Detroit matches up with him because they roll out Morris and Harris, who are both too small to deal with Boogie in the post. Or they have Andre Drummond, who's going to be too slow if he goes up and plays on the high post and you know starts taking that little jump shot or, or taking Drummond to the hole. And I don't think they want to get Drummond in foul trouble. So I think they're going to go with the smaller guys. And I just think Boogie's going to absolutely dominate, whether it's Harris or you know Morris that attempts to try to guard him out there. So where I can pay up, I am paying up. 11000 is a very expensive price tag. I understand that. But again, this is a guy who has a you know 40... 45 to 50 point floor and upside into the you know 50s to 70s so I'm going to be trying to get him into my lineups wherever I can coming down from him you know Towns is a little more expensive than Drummond and Howard but I think that those three are are all in play but I think I would rather go down to some of the cheap guys if I wasn't going to use Cousins you got Mason Plumlee at 4,700 going up against New Orleans who's one of the worst center defenses in the league Myers Leonard has been out and will be out for like the next two weeks. So Plumlee's going to play about 28 minutes. In the last eight games that Plumlee played 28 minutes, he's gotten us at least 28 fantasy points. So if he's going to get us a point a minute at 4,700, you know, that's 6x value right there. So he's somebody that I'm definitely looking at. And then depending how things work out with the uh, Jonas Valakunas injury, if he's going to be out again, you know, we've seen Bismack Biombo put up 25, 35, and then 50 fantasy points in the three games without uh, Balakunas in there. So if you're going to get that kind of production out of a guy that's only 4,200, I can't see myself paying up for any of these other guys because if I can get 35 points out of a $4,200 guy, I would basically need about 70 points out of, you know, Towns or Drummond or Howard and almost 100 points out of DeMarcus Cousins to equal that on a dollar-per-dollar dollar basis. So... I think I'm going to wind up either taking Cousins if the roster construction has a lot of money left over for me. And if not, I'm perfectly fine spending up in other spots and going down to some of these guys like Plumlee or, or Biombo, depending on how some of the injury news works itself out. Yeah, there's a couple different situations here, so we are really sort of waiting uh, to see what happens here. Uh, Enos Cantor, for me, for 5300 it's value. He's going to come off the bench, and maybe they, they might just leave him in a lineup. Uh, they're over off. They get into a blowout situation. So I think he's one of the guys who actually who is a non-starter that I actually recommend and prefer, and I almost never do that. So uh, that's uh, a guy that, that, for me, is in a good spot. DeMarcus Cousins is lock chalk. I don't, I'm not, never really going to mess around with that uh, there as well, but I won't blame anybody who wants to go down to Carl Anthony Towns and save what 2500 off of the 11.1 price tag uh so i think that's good. another team that's a player that's going to be in in a good spot um and then you know aside from that it's it's going to be a little bit tough to to make too much of a case over anybody else i'm okay with andre drummond for 7900 um but the problem is is he's foul foul prone and uh we know that uh DeMarcus Cousins leads the NBA in getting people in foul trouble, so I'll probably, you know, prefer a fade other than that. And, you know, I will definitely uh, be interested in Bismarck Miamba for 4200 if if JV sits. So um, those guys are all uh, players that I'm I'm interested in, and, and it's really not too much else that I want to go outside of that. I'm going to probably draw the line at Cantor for 5300 and Biombo for 42 if he's uh, getting starters minutes. And then above that, I want Big Cat or DeMarcus Cousins. So... Uh, there you have that, and that is going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast here for the Friday slate. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS, and it's at Rotowire and Rotowire.com for all your season long and DFS fantasy needs. We'll check you out next time.